Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards a business leaders podcast. Each week we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Once again, welcome to the program where our heart goes out to Scarlett Johansson, who's filing a suit against Disney over Black Widow. She was paid $20 million to do in the movie, but she thinks she's getting ripped off over the release strategy, which will reduce the additional amount her contract calls for from money made from theaters, DVDs, digital releases, and such. Come on, guys, work it out. Today on the program, we have no guests and we won't have a guest for a couple of weeks because we are doing a deep dive subject and I want to focus on this for you. It's critically important to your managerial and leadership career, as well as being an entrepreneur and business owner to give you a chance to learn a few things that maybe you didn't know. And my focus is going to be on what I call the big eight and the big eight categories are the ones I focus on when I work with CEOs and business owners from an organizational standpoint. And so these are just overviews of each one of the big eight areas, because when you get into these categories, they're very specific and they have to be adjusted and worked with for the organization you're working with. So there's nothing cookie cutter just because I've got a framework doesn't mean that these things are just things you can copy because they're not. They're very specific to client organizations and very specific reasons why we do certain things within these specific categories. And today we'll do a deep dive into two of those on today's program, and they are coming up their talent and execution. Talent is big area number three, and execution is big area number four. Today's program is sponsored by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. Stand by. We'll get into big eight category number three, talent, right after this on Better Than Before. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished, but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. 
Tony Richard's new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. This is Tony Richards. So our first area to discuss today is the third of the big eight framework, and it's called talent. And here's how we think about talent. Leaders and managers relentlessly pursue a culture of trust, results, and accountability. That's the kind of talent we want, right? So one of the first steps here is to make sure that the mission, or we sometimes call it the core purpose of the company, is very, very clear. All the talent in our organization needs to know why we are here and what we're trying to do. Next, the core values. What are they? There are a handful of behaviors that number somewhere between five and seven, and they're clearly identified as actionable. In other words, you can do them. Talent can look at the core values, and managers can coach the core values so that they understand how to do them every single day, any more than seven, you might, you can call them values, I guess, but there's nothing core about something that's greater than seven. So there, nothing is core. When you have that many, a core would be three, five, seven at the most, because it makes it difficult as far as the memory of trying to remember them all and ways to execute them and which ones you've done, which ones you haven't, how to do them. All of that becomes very difficult over a number of seven. And then also, you need a clear vision for moving forward for the key stakeholders to understand what's in it for them as far as the strategy is concerned as a plan, and then how to execute this area for success. So let's say then the team and I have identified what various players on the team can do to be successful. We're talking about talent here. This means everyone clearly understands from the behavioral view this helps the culture. And from a performance view, this helps the results for organizational success. What must be accomplished and also be able to identify the training issues and what the goals might be for training and then developmental issues and what the goals might be for that because there's a distinct difference between training and development. Who needs what and how to improve based on the player level they're currently on? This makes it better for good team members. It makes it better for good managers, and it helps the one-on-one -on -one meetings. Uh, you are having one-on-ones, right, with your players. So there are different types of regular meetings that can be done one-on-one. -on -one. They can be scheduled and successfully executed. There might be a regular report meeting where the team member is giving the leader an update on status. There might be a coaching meeting where the manager is helping coach the performer on a specific thing. There might be training meetings where skills need to be worked on. These meetings have to be scheduled and they have to be executed on excellent levels as far as the amount of time it takes for the leader and the team member and also what needs to happen and be executed for the best results for the time expended for the meeting. In other words, there needs to be a return on investment established to make sure we are all benefiting from the investment of time we're putting into meetings. 
people don't hate meetings. They just hate bad meetings. So we need to make sure our meetings are excellent and they have good results. And this is all part of both the leaders and the employees' performance reviews. Another thing we do as far as the talent area is we do bench strength reports. We reviewed our bench strength to see the players we've got on the bench who are moving up in role and up the structure. And succession planning are also part of this entire talent process for the elite level performance organization. So those are just some general thoughts. Again, these are general overviews of the things we talk about and work on all the time as far as the area number three of talent. And coming right up, I'll give you some discussion on area number four, which is execution next on Better Than Before. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before, everybody. This is Tony Richards, and we're talking about the big eight areas that I work with company CEOs and business leaders on as a coach and business advisor. And we're up to area number four, which is execution. And this area of your company is very important as the way we define how well you execute is the health of your bottom line number. So strategy is how you plan to participate in the market to create your top line number far as revenue is concerned. And execution is your plan to operate your company and pursue your strategy to create your bottom line number. Lately, I've been asked what bottom line number I'm referring to. Well, whichever bottom line you define as your success number, it could be NOI, which is net operating income. It could be cash flow. It could be earnings. It could be EBITDA, which stands for earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Some companies only use EBIT, which is earnings before interest and taxes. It's whatever bottom line number you choose to pay attention to, and that's your target number to hit. That's the one that you tie to execution. Because think about it. Strategy creates your top line number, and then your number begins to get divided up throughout your organization into various areas of the company to execute. And some execute better than others because the bottom line number either exceeds, turns out to be what you expected, or is less than you expected. And you can go back and find execution of the strategy somewhere along the line failed or highly succeeded based on that bottom line number you're paying attention to. As money runs through the sifter in the middle of the company and comes out the bottom, the amount that comes out of the bottom is your success rate. 
there's also two reasons strategic plans either are forgotten or they fail. And that's because they don't give any thought to the execution. People spend two or three days at an offsite retreat and a lot of things are said. And at the end of it, when all is said and done, there's more said than done. I conduct meetings throughout the year with the CEO and a lot of times the CEO and the executive team to make sure that we're executing on our strategy plan. We usually set those up every 13 weeks or so, and we call those 13 week sprints. So we meet to see where we are and whether or not we need to adjust anything that needs to be adjusted. And then we sprint again for 13 weeks. Then we meet again and we repeat the same thing four times a year with the fourth meeting being a two day session for strategic thinking and executing planning for the whole next annual year. So in execution, we make sure and we know what the priorities are. How many times have you heard someone say, well, I've got too many priorities. Well, if you've got too many, that could be true. And that's because you don't have any priorities because priorities can't be more than five. And what the measurements for each priority is needs to be there, both for expectation and actual results. We call those KPIs, key performance indicators. And we also know who is accountable for the delivery of the priority and the KPI. We know the meeting rhythm that has been uh, set up to make sure that communication is happening, to make sure reporting is happening for each one of our priority areas, for each one of our driving forces, for each one of our priorities and KPIs every time we do 13 weeks. And if any business challenges or problems come up during the 13-week sprint, we already know that we have the meeting rhythm set up so that we can get those things documented, so we can discuss them, we can look at the process, we can come up with solutions to make sure they get permanently solved, not just fixed for now, right? We may fix them for now, but it ain't going to be more than less than 13 weeks until we get that thing solved. And we got to get our execution fixed as quickly as possible so our machine can run effectively and efficiently in the marketplace. I would just say this, the key to execution is first, have all of our first three areas properly planned and in place, and then set up the key things I've talked about today making sure we have priorities, making sure we have KPIs, making sure we have the proper meeting rhythms in place, and then make sure we have the checkpoints to make sure that when we need to pull the engine off to the side of the road and fill it with gas, we have that plan for, we have that place for gas checked out. We know they have gas. We know how much our tank needs and we can go back on the road for another 13 weeks. So that is a big thing. So we just need to execute because we want to produce the most healthy bottom line result profitable. You know, nonprofit is just a government designation. It's not a business philosophy because if your business philosophy is nonprofit, you're going to be out of business. Even nonprofits are profitable or they're not around long, right? They're, that's just a government designation for the type of organization it is. It's not an actual way to run it. I promise you. And so those are my thoughts on execution. That's big area number four of our big eight. Next week, we will go into big area number five and big area number six, both culture and climate. And that's coming up on next week's episode of Better Than Before. I hope you're getting something out of these. It's just a broad, brief overview of some of the things that I believe and have seen be very successful 
in high-performance organizations. That's our show today. Better Than Before is sponsored by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards 4. You can come over and join our free Facebook page, Tony Richards Speaker, Author, Coach, or you can send me a connection on LinkedIn and we can get connected that way. Thanks so much to our producer, Tessa Hall, who takes all of this hodgepodge that I give her and put it together into a wonderful show. So, Tessa, thank you so much. And until we visit again next week here on Better Than Before, I'm Tony Richards, and I want to remind you that everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.